Welcome to an exciting episode of the Run Brighter podcast. My name is Sam Brighter, the founder of this digital brand, which is driven towards growing a digital running community. I've been running for 14 years now and have over four years of coaching, which I now do digitally, where I have and look to continue building a community of individuals who want to be flooded with content across multiple social platforms, educating, motivating, and entertaining you to find your specific path with running, whether that's a one mile run per week or doing 100 mile ultra marathons. This podcast does allow me to consistently learn. And that's by bringing on like-minded guests who not only have a passion for running, but have value to share. This includes fitness and nutrition advocates, entrepreneurs, creators, and much more. I'm confident the conversations that happen in these episodes will teach you a lot about running, both with running, but also running a brighter life. I promise you that I will never charge a penny for my coaching or content, so if you want this community to grow and the content quality to improve, the only thing I will ask you to do is to consider leaving the podcast a review and share with someone who you think would enjoy this podcast. Now back with another episode of the show. Enjoy. All right. Well, welcome to another episode in the Run Brighter podcast. This is episode number 30, and today is going to be a fully solo episode for the reason being that I'm going to be talking about my New Year's resolutions. But I do believe this episode is going to give you a ton of value towards giving you some different ideas as far as what you should be focused on for yourself for 2023. And hey, maybe we share some of the same resolutions, and I'm going to be talking about what I'm doing to make sure that these resolutions do happen. Now, I do want to start off by saying I'm seeing a lot of different creators or people in general that I talk to say, hey, what is the point of having a resolution for the new year? It's something you're not going to stick with. You should set goals right away when you have them instead of doing it at the new year. And I do completely agree with that sentiment. But I believe mentally that you can really find a lot of power in a fresh start, whether that's the new year or whether that is moving to a new city, starting a new job, whatever the case may be, having a fresh start with something, I truly think gives the mind the ability of a bit of peace and the ability to be willing to do more things and put more time into something that you typically wouldn't do. So that's the reason I like to set resolutions for myself. Now, with that said, I do set different goals throughout the year and I try to accomplish them and different things that I work on to build myself as a person. So a lot of these resolutions are things that truthfully have started in 2022, 2021, maybe even before that that I've been constantly thinking about, constantly working on, and that I do wanna make sure to blossom that in 2023. But I do agree with people who talk about if you have something that you wanna work on, start on it right away. Don't wait for a specific moment that's significant towards working on that, because you're just delaying the result. But again, my point is I think resolutions can be powerful. Now for me, I have 10 different resolutions that I set for 2023. And they fall into three main categories that are really important for me in life. That includes my health and fitness, my business, and my personal life. And I truly think those three different categories are really the foundation of most people's lives, especially those who are part of this community. Now, some of those areas might be more important for you than it is for me, vice versa. And those areas, those specific categories, they may become more and less important as you live your life, as you grow, as you change, as things in your life, certain situations adjust. And that's completely okay. But I think 
it's worthwhile to observe all three of those areas when you're actually setting your resolution. So for me, I put three of my resolutions in health and fitness, four into business, and three into my personal life. First, we're gonna start with health and fitness because that's really what led to me creating Run Brighter, my passion for running, my passion for fitness, and for helping others. And without myself setting an example for the community, why would anyone ever really listen to my advice? Now, with that said, my number one resolution is to stay consistent with my fitness. Stay consistent with my running, with how I'm going to the gym, with all the other activities I'm doing. I have put a lot of pressure on myself over the last year towards some different challenges with running. Getting PRs and all the races that I'm doing and running a lot of races in different areas and whatnot. And I think I've progressed as a runner a tremendous amount in 2022. I've really displayed to myself that at my age, I can continue to improve as a runner, even considering my current lifestyle of working in the corporate world and being social and spending time with friends and family and all that good stuff. So yes, I have some micro goals. I still want to break a three-hour marathon. I want to run a marathon in 50 states. At some point, I want to be able to compete in ultra marathons, triathlons. There's so many different goals I have. But I think when I look at a resolution, it's something that you really want to stick to. Because if you're not actually sticking to it, then all the other resolutions that you set for yourself, I think, become a little weaker and harder to follow. So I'm really focused on the things that I know that I'm capable of doing for 2023. And what I've done a really good job of the last couple of years of my life is staying consistent with my fitness, with my running. And I know that having run brighter and having this community behind me is going to make that staying consistent journey really easy. But it's easier said than done, truthfully. Actually waking up and going out there and running six days a week and going to the gym four or five days a week, what I'm currently doing right now, is not something that just comes naturally. It's something that I have to push myself to do on the cold days, on the hot days, on the days that I'm busy with work, busy with my social life. There's so many different factors that come through January all the way through December, through this next year, I know that are going to come up. You know, there's things like injuries that can pop up. I'm praying that won't happen. So really staying consistent, staying healthy, and just continually to work on the things that I'm doing within my fitness is something that I want to make sure to do in 2023. Number two is prioritize sleep and recovery. Now, this is something that I've taken a lot more seriously, probably starting the last six months. Okay, so it's something that I started doing in 2022, but it's something that I don't want to stop doing in 2023. In fact, I want to continue doing it, maintain it, but find new strategies to improve it as well. So if you're someone who's training for a race or you're someone who's actively going to the gym, playing a competitive sport, whatever it is, your body needs to recover and regenerate. And I truthfully think that for me, for a long time, I could really go out there and run a lot and get minimal sleep and perform, but I'm starting to get to a point in my life where I can do that sometimes, but other times, mentally, if I'm not getting that level of sleep, I'm not feeling my best self, I'm really feeling off, my brain doesn't function in the same way to deliver on the goals I have in that given day, and that could be with my running, that could be with my business, that could be in my social life, all those three buckets that are really important for me, so I wanna make sure that those areas are covered. Number three, which this is still in the health and fitness bucket, is experiment more. And so what do I mean by that? I'm obviously someone who runs a lot and lifts a lot. Those are my two main areas of fitness. And I play a little bit of competitive sports here and there. But I truly think a lot of fulfillment for me that I've recently started noticing over the last couple months has come from not only doing the fitness activities that I'm good at and that I've been doing consistently, but also introducing some different areas 
into that fitness world. Whether that is trying a new sport, a new exercise, a new drill, a new stretch. There's so many different things you can experiment with in the fitness world. And I think continuing to keep that open mind and not just do the same thing every single day is really important. And I know I talk about staying consistent, right? That was the first one that I spoke about. But at the same time, what does consistent even mean? In my mind, being consistent is having a routine of fulfillment, of being healthy and active. And so that doesn't necessarily mean I have to consistently do the same thing, but consistently be active, be healthy. And I think experimenting within that is going to actually help that consistency. All right, now we're gonna drop into the business bucket. And this relates both to my full-time job in tech that I have, as well as for Run Brighter. So my fourth resolution is to spend more time consuming things that trigger growth. And what do I mean by that? There's a lot of content out there that people consume on a daily basis, whether that's TV shows, movies, YouTube videos, my content, whatever it is, right? But I truly think that for me, for someone that is trying to grow my personal brand, as well as grow internally in my company that I work for, I think that a lot of my focus needs to be shifted a bit more to watching things that are triggering my growth. And so by that, I mean watching content that is specifically going to educate me to do better with my job and to create better content for Run Brighter and help more people with running. That's what I really want to start watching more of. I also think there's other areas outside of Run Brighter, my full-time job, that can be valuable content that I will be watching more of as well. Whether that's learning more about things like nutrition or the economy, personal finance, new and upcoming technology, because those areas are areas that I think can still help me and my development of my life. But the content that I know that I need to lower is the entertainment-based content, the political content, really the content of negativity, and stuff that's going to put me in a mental state that isn't really driving me forward. But at the same time, too, I do want to leave a little bit of time here and there to enjoy content that is entertaining. When I'm watching that content with people that are important to me, if it's a solo watch, more on the educational side, but if I'm spending time with others, I think at the same time, that stuff is harder to control. So for you, listen, you can watch and listen to whatever content you choose to do. Right now, if you're listening to this episode, I appreciate you listening to it. And hopefully this episode is going to help educate you and motivate you towards some of your goals in 2023. And that's something that I think is truly valuable. But maybe you're someone that struggles with anxiety and stress and you know watching entertaining content every single day that helps lower that feeling of stress and anxiety and that puts you in a safe place. Go ahead and watch that if, if that's going to help you. But this is something that's important to me just because I'm trying to give value to as many people as I can, help as many people as I can. Number five is becoming more of a master for things that I've invested into for myself. So with Run Brighter, I've invested in multiple different softwares to help increase my efficiency of the content that I'm coming out with, as well as creating higher quality content. I have things like a GoPro now, a better Mac, better editing technology, etc. And it's great to invest in those things, but if you're just average or mediocre with utilizing those different tools that are helping grow yourself, it's not really an investment that you'll probably see a return that you're going to be thrilled with. So in 2022, I really spent a lot of time in regards to my brand, figuring out what worked, what didn't, how to do a lot of things. Now I have the confidence of understanding what my workflow looks like and what I'm going to utilize for my workflow. And now that I have some more extra time, now that I'm not looking into different tools to help optimize 
and increase the quality of the content. I can spend that extra time learning about what I've invested in to really make sure I become a master at these different tools. And for you, I don't know what you invested into for yourself this year. Maybe it was a nicer pair of running shoes or a gym membership. Well, if you're going to invest into those things, then make sure you actually get a return on those things. Make sure that you're training consistently for running and that you're setting different goals for yourself to make sure that you have a consistent lifestyle with running. If it's a gym membership, make sure that you're going at least a few days a week to see a return and that you're actually gaining muscle and finding the mental benefits that you want with going to the gym. Maybe you invested in school or a specific course on a topic. Make sure that whatever you're learning from that education that you paid for, that you're actually bringing that into an area of your life that's going to actually make a difference and that's helpful for you. Number six is finding a way to connect with more people that have shared passions with myself. And this is something that I think the podcast has really helped me out with a lot. I've said this before, but I truly think that the developments in social media has been such a positive as far as finding people with similar interests and similar passions towards you. And it's one thing to say that, but it's another thing to actually use that as a way of getting to know more people. Some people just watch and consume the content of people they share things with, other people actually connect. And for me, by bringing on different episodes to this podcast, I've been able to actually build out some really great relationships with people all across the country, which has been really great. But when we talk about in person, I have the luxury of living in New York City, so there's a lot of different meetups and groups with passions that I do attend occasionally. But I am self-aware, and I understand that I do go to a running club throughout the year, but there are times in the year that I go more consistently than others based on when my race schedules line up. And with my podcast, yes, I do bring on guests, but I could do it on a more regular scheduled basis. Listen, for you, you might value connecting with people in person that have similar interests to you, or you might not, or maybe you've never tried. What I will say is if you're doing it, keep doing it if you enjoy it. If you've done it and you didn't really enjoy it, push yourself to try it again. Maybe that group that was meeting in person wasn't the vibe for you, but there's many different groups. I think really wherever you live, I mean, obviously some cities and towns have bigger communities for different passions than others, but there's always going to be someone, at least one person you can connect with in your area. And I truly think if you wanna learn more about your passion, have it as more of a long-term lifestyle, have more fun with it, really by connecting in person is going to be a really good way to optimize that. And I have felt that with all my different endeavors over this last year. My seventh resolution, which still falls in the business bucket, the last one in the business bucket, is to start telling more stories. So we'll start with what I feel like I can do with Run Brighter, and then I'm gonna talk about my full-time job. So with Run Brighter, I do believe I have shared a fair amount of stories about myself, my life, my background, different ways I've helped runners. I've been giving out a lot of free value and tips, of course, across all my different platforms. And when I do the podcast, I have different solo episodes as well as guests that come on. And by doing these episodes, I have been able to tell many stories about my life. And I think I have been vulnerable in a lot of areas of the things that have worked well for me and the things that have not. But I do think that with my life, truthfully, I have been through a lot of different things that my friends and family know about, but perhaps the community isn't fully filled in on. So something that I do want to work on in 2023 is telling a little bit more stories about some of the stuff that I've gone through in my life and where running has really made an impact in that. And these are things that have happened recently, probably over the last couple months, and things that were happening in my life when I was first starting to run 13 years ago. And it's not that I'm embarrassed to tell certain stories that get really deep and personal. 
I just want to make sure that anything I talk about is going to ultimately give value and that's going to make a positive impact on the listeners, on the viewers of this community. But there are some areas that I have started to think about that I want to be a little bit more vulnerable and talk about how running has really helped. And that's something that I want to focus on a bit more in 2023. A lot of the content that I've came out with over the last, you know, over a year since I created Run Brighter, we're really just focused on motivation, education, and entertainment on running. But I think the storytelling bucket, it's not going to be a fourth category that I'm adding to my motto of what Run Brighter really is. But I think it's something that I can really incorporate into each of those categories and just be a little bit more open. And something that I think I want to do more of too is create more content that isn't just solely on running. Now, if you've been following for some time, you'll know that probably 90% of my content is about running. This podcast has given me the opportunity to bring on different guests such as entrepreneurs, other creators, people who are into fitness that isn't running, etc. And I think that's really cool. And really my focus for a long time was really just to focus on the podcast as that place to bring on some different people. But I think what can be really healthy about the brand is just showing some more aspects of my life. Like I said, I mean, I work in tech full time. I have a social life. I travel a lot. I do a lot of different things that I don't focus on creating content for. Now, as far as how much I plan on creating content for those different areas, what it's gonna look like, where it's gonna be. I'm not fully sure how that's all gonna look in 2023, but it's something that I do wanna start doing, something that I'm excited to experiment a little bit with. And just because I'm trying it doesn't mean I have to stick with it. But I think you only know if something is going to be impactful if you try. And I think it's really just gonna be a matter of do I enjoy creating that type of content or not? And if I do, great, we'll continue. And if I don't, it might be something that becomes shortly extinct. So we'll see. And yeah, I mean, regarding my full-time job, I think telling stories is something that I need to do more of with that. And sales is really about building relationship, showing values, and telling stories is really a great way to do that. And so I think, you know, if you're listening to this and you have a job in sales or the business world or really any job in general, being open and being someone that has a voice that is telling stories that allow people to feel more connected with you, whether it's customers or team members, whatever it might be, is really a great way to stand out, network in a positive way, and just grow your career truthfully. All right, so we're gonna jump into the last bucket, which is personal. So my eighth resolution for 2023 is to be less future-oriented and live more in the moment. And this is something I've been probably working on for the last year, but it's something that I'm going to continue working on because I know I am not at the place where I wanna be with this. I'm always thinking of the future. I'm always trying to plan. And I think there's positives of it and there's negatives. So I think the positive things that I tend to think about that are future oriented are things that are gonna help me stay organized and develop me in the different areas of my life. Planning for a race, so creating a schedule that I'm realistically going to be able to follow for an eight week, 16 week build, whatever it might be, prior to a marathon, for example. Or maybe it's planning the content that I'm gonna come out for the following week. In work, it's planning my schedule, blocking my time, understanding the amount of meetings that I'm going to be setting. Maybe I'm planning future trips or educational opportunities for myself, or even what we're literally doing right now, which is setting resolutions and thinking about the next year. And I think these things are all good and important, but where I tend to fail in this area, in my opinion, is when something can become a little bit uncertain, I tend to think of alternatives that I could take on action with that will essentially allow me to be in a safe position. And I think it's good to always have a backup plan to be prepared 
for the best and be prepared for the worst. But I think there's a limit of the amount of time that you should think of those things. So that's something that I need to work on. Number nine is to go out more and travel more, but to drink less. And this is something that I think I've done a good job of the last couple months. So I'm not someone that considers myself like an alcoholic in any way, but I'm 26 years old. I'm single. I'm living in New York City. The drinking culture here for someone of my demographic is constantly in front of your face and it's really hard to avoid and there's certainly social pressures that can come with it. Now, for those who haven't listened to all my podcast episodes, I did have an episode where I talked about an incident that happened to me after the Siri Chinmoy Marathon back in August. A couple days after that race, I combined both alcohol with caffeine, which resulted in me actually going to the ER with a bit of dehydration. I didn't drink more than I've ever drank. I truly think the caffeine was the issue. I've drank more than that before, but a couple vodka Red Bulls after running 26 miles is something that no one should be doing, and I really learned a lot from that experience. But because of that, ever since that experience, I've been definitely cutting out my drinking, both on the caffeine side as well as on the alcohol side. I haven't eliminated either of those things from my life because a cup of coffee in the morning or now half a cup really something that I enjoy that wakes me up, that makes me feel good. And a couple drinks on a Friday or a Saturday night with some friends at a, at a nice dinner or a bar is something that I do thoroughly enjoy. But being at a point where your next day or days are affected based on an active consumption is something that I know that I don't ever want to happen to me again, and I hope for you, you feel the same. But with that said, I think after that experience, I did cut out a little bit of the amount of time that I was going out, as well as I didn't really travel a lot at the end of the year. In fact, there was like a six month period where I didn't even leave the state of New York. Part of it was trying to save money. There was other factors associated with it, but I truly think it is very healthy to explore other areas of the country, of the world, and it doesn't have to be a luxurious, expensive trip. But I mean, for the sake of the brand and what I'm looking to do, create high quality content, show really cool experiences that are gonna motivate you to have, I truly think traveling is something that I want to do more of. We already got a lot planned. I'll be in Florida for the Miami Marathon. I'll be in Austin for the Austin Marathon. That's in the first two months of the year. I have some weddings and bachelor parties coming up through the year too, but I want to spend a lot of my time traveling for the development of Run Brighter, whether it's running different races or going to different conferences that I'm going to be able to educate myself about the things that I'm passionate about. So a lot to come with that. But that's all kind of in the planning development stage right now as far as what the full year is going to look like. And I think with the drinking, what's helped me a lot, because I'm not going to lie, I've always been someone that has been known to be able to handle my alcohol, to be able to drink just as much as anyone in the room and not be crazy hammered or causing issues. But still, even if you are that person, it only takes one instance to really ruin it for you. And that's kind of what happened to me. And so what I think has helped me is first saying no to shots. Anytime anyone says, hey, Sam, you want to take a shot? I say, no, I'm retired from taking shots, but I'm still going to drink. So I think people respect that. And they'll ask and ask again and again, but I just say it again and again. But if that's something that bothers you, let me know. Reach out to me. I'm happy to talk to you about that because it's something that was really hard for me right away, but I think I've done a pretty good job of. And I really, I limit myself to like three, four, maybe five drinks 
in a in a day. If I start my day going out on a Saturday early and I'm spending the entire day out with friends, then yeah, maybe I'll trickle more towards five drinks. But if I'm starting drinking at like 10, 11 at night, then I'll probably only have two or three drinks. And then it's also doing things after you drink that are gonna make sure you don't feel poor in the morning. Drinking a lot of water, eating something before bed that's high in carbs. Those, those two things have really helped me a lot. And number 10 is find more ways to connect and help more people. It's just finding ways to encourage more people to have conversations with me and to view me as a trusted advisor. And so for my job, that's about sending higher quality emails, making higher quality phone calls, showing more face in different areas within the business that are respected. When we talk about Run Brighter, that's doing more as a coach connecting with more runners, giving more running plans, creating higher quality content that essentially bring people to want to work with me and get their free running plan, which if you're listening to this episode, I give out free running plans. Please reach out to me. Please head over to my website, runbrighter.com to schedule time on my calendar and get a running plan. There's zero cost that's ever associated with it. I'm helping about seven runners right now actively. I've helped over 40 runners directly on a one-on-one basis since I've started Run Brighter, in fact, with, with reaching different goals such as running their first 5K, completing a marathon, PRing, or just having running as a way to make them feel mentally better. And so, yeah, I mean, I find a lot of fulfillment and happiness with it. So I really just want to find ways to encourage more people to view me as someone that they need to speak to in order to see the results that they want to with running in their life. Well, that is my 10 resolutions. I do want to thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Run Brighter podcast. I truly think regardless of your resolution, 2023, I have a feeling is going to be a special year for a lot of people. A lot of learning is going to come with it, a lot of growth. There's going to be highs, there's going to be lows, there's going to be fun times, there's going to be disappointments, there's going to be new relationships that are created, there's going to be some that are going to be broken. But I truly think if you have a positive mindset with anything that you're working on, that you have goals and plans and things that you're working towards, and that you're spending time with the right people, feel free to reach out to me directly. Let me know some of the things that you are working on for 2023. If you need any tips or advice about some of the things, and that could be about running, but that could just be about life, right? There's so many different areas that I'm willing to deploy value, as well as just pointing in the right direction if it's something that I don't fully know about myself. But again, I do appreciate everyone for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave it a like, leave five stars for the podcast, depending on the platform you are on. It really just simply helps the growth of the community and will allow me to bring on stronger future guests as well as create higher quality content. That's a wrap. As always, don't forget to run brighter and we'll be back with more here real soon. Thanks.